that was lame. Good evening, actually. I am recording evening time. And can I just say the sunset right now is mind-blowing. Oh my gosh, it's mind-blowing. Oh, damn. Iceland is looking fine tonight. It is. It's 8 p.m. And the sun has just gone behind the mountain. We are, I think, only two weeks away, roughly, from it being the middle of the solstices. So basically, we'll be between the darkest day and the lightest day in Iceland. Um, things are going to be rapidly changing into darkness post the solstice. So we are going to be experiencing short days galore in the near future, which is kind of weird. But you know, I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to Iceland. I'm getting used to everything about Iceland. I'm start, I've, I cannot express to you the weird, incredible shift that I'm feeling about being in one place and being satisfied, like fucking fully satisfied that I'm in one place. I'm standing up right now and just like feeling the energy pulsating through my body as I say this. I, I'm stuck in this country and as a result, I have made the strongest connections of my life. I have friends now that I, they are not just friends, they are family. And the, <laughs> the joy, the, f- the joy, the joy, the joy, the, the, the meaning it gives my life. Friendships, I mean, I've probably mentioned this in previous episodes, but friendships have just provided so much, have been a a source of pain before because I didn't, now I see what I did wrong, I think. I was always on a bit of like a distant level, like a little bit away from everyone, you know, hold them at arm's length because it was, because it was easy. I don't know what it was. F- not Was it fear? I don't know. I think maybe lack of time as well, but maybe just, you know, it's just not the inf- It was not important. I did not put a, make this a priority at all. And so I had a lot of friendships and you know those friends that are like, oh my God, I miss you so much. <laughs> but you don't actually. <laughs> like if you look in your heart of hearts, you're like, do I? I don't, I don't know. If I, do I? Or is it more of a desperate feeling that you're clinging to someone wishing that they were there but you don't actually really desperate not desperately but you don't just love being in the company just like a simple cup of coffee for no reason like that's what that's what the simple joys and and just seeing like this tribe here in in Iceland is we we are all being we are all starting to have each other's backs on the most mesmerizing level. And the coolest thing is that we've been friends for, since I arrived in Iceland, more or less. We have been friends for such a long time. And we have gone our separate ways, collected our life experiences, and we are all doing so well in our own ways and like really well. Like, I, I, I don't understand how this friendship group is just blossoming. We all started with absolutely fucking nothing. And then for some goddamn reason, we all are thriving and we all have all found each other. And now we're just, you know, taking on Iceland. <laughs> the fucking awesome dope ass group. Woo! So yesterday I was angry. Remember that boundary setting feeling that I had going through my body? 
and uh, and I said I need to stay away from emails and not get to emails and respond to these people that are really rude to me. I wrote back to people and it was really mean. <laughs> and I, okay, one person deserved it. And I, they gave me slack and I know I get it. An eye for an eye doesn't work. I get it, but I was furious. And it has, as I mentioned yesterday, it's like a lifetime of me just being kind of kind and listening to them and being accepting. It's like, it was wrong. It was wrong, but it it also felt great, especially for this one person. One person, I definitely went overboard, but I was just, it was like a tipping point where I was like, just fucking leave me alone. Don't be such pricks. And funny enough, another person that I was being, you know, I was, I didn't have to do a certain thing. And, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just do this for this person. And then it's now biting me in the ass so hardcore. Give them a little and they expect a lot. That kind of a deal. But that out of the, out of the way, I have some news, some insights that I'm not going to reveal much. So <laughs> get to keep it a secret, which is awesome. First off, let's backtrack a tiny little bit. So yesterday I was going through some of my work on the, on online, looking at my YouTube and so forth. And I had just spent the weekend um, with 23 people guiding, 22, 21, 23 bought, 21 showed, um, Zoom call. We were just chatting and I was teaching them how to go through this process of being a public figure and how to master it and how to look great online, all that jazz and exactly what to do in order to monetize market and grow your business so that was my public figure boot camp which is awesome it was a public figure boot camp live session that I offered three days and it was really fun because like I've been doing this business thing for such a long time like it's been 10 11 years 12 13 fuck it I don't know a gazillion about 12 11 years and in my head, I've just done a whole bunch of things and I've just made it happen. But to have to go back and pick out the best out of everything that I've done in a, co- a cohesive and say it in a cohesive way and structure it that way so that others can take this information and move forward with it. That was like a whole different ballgame in itself. And it was um it was an interesting exercise. And, you know, I see... What, what's happened in my whole progression of being, you know, a businesswoman is that I, I ventured out so far and I tried everything and not everything, but I tried so many th- different things to see what sticks. And then I was like, re- reeled it back in because I realized that simplicity is key for success and like a nice focus on a few core, very important things that get the best results, culling that. of bullshit and sticking to the most important 20%. That's where the gold is. That's where you can give your your best. That's where you can do more. Like there's a whole lot of potential for um, prosperity when you don't go overboard and make everything a mess. And initially with, I think it's just everything. Like when you're starting any venture, it might get a bit messy, but I am now, yeah, learning that simplicity is absolutely key to everything and so my business actually is very simple like I I have really streamlined it to be as simple as possible because everything else was just fluff and I've boiled it down to these very 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 simple steps very simple ideas and 
that's really fun. And I'm so grateful that I took the time to do all that and, and pass on that knowledge to everybody else. And I'm so excited that they are starting. Their starting point is that, is what I've experienced. And now they get to build on that. That's so freaking cool. That's like a 12 out of 10 freaking awesome because it is like it's it's like a launch pad for them for success it's awesome but I think what happened yesterday after you know yesterday was my first day off after the course after the live session and I was on the computer going through my YouTube and going through my old videos and then I was observing my old self that was present online because obviously my, my videos are there from three or four years ago and I was having a look at that um and also seeing how badly I did YouTube at the start and I didn't structure it properly and there was just so much mess and and the topics were just so strange and wonky and weird and but for some reason I was like looking at my online presence which previously the weight of that what was online was me you know how sometimes you get attached to an idea of what you are and you're like that is me how would you describe yourself? Oh, hi, I'm Sorel. I'm a YouTuber. Like for years, that was my identity. And I hung on to that so hardcore. And then yesterday, I was like scrolling through my old work. And then this immediate strange wave of like detachment came up. And I just felt this cold cut. I'm no longer a YouTuber. Don't panic. (laughs) But it was this freedom. And I have experienced this feeling a few times before. I have changed my jobs when I was young. I think I changed my jobs every 18-ish months. And I was like, I'd I'd learn everything I need to and be like, I'm fucking bored now. Let's move on. And I'd move on to something different and try something else. And this was a very repetitive pattern in my life for my, um, I'd say, most of my life from when I was a little kid until... Until far out, like, yeah, always. It's just has been. YouTube is more or less my the longest job I've ever had at four and a half years, four years. But incoming, huge. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, four and a half years, that's a long time for a business. But I think there was a little bit of variety in it because of the amount of different things I could cover and do and learn and explore. So it felt at times like it was a unique job in itself. But I, but I, so I, I have felt this, this detachment feeling before, just like this, and it's done. And I also have experienced this with boyfriends. Like I would just be, you know, minding my own business, starting to feel that maybe this wasn't the right place where I needed to be. And then all of a sudden just be like, and it's done. Now, is that the end of everything of what was that whole chapter? Is that like me walking away from it all? No. Because I have had that feeling with a boyfriend before where I was just like, yeah, it's done. And then I, it overturned. And okay, I, I don't want to share too much in this one, this instance. But it ended up being one of the greatest things that ever happened to me remaining in the relationship. So it's not like it's the end. But I think what it is, is like an, an, an important energetic detachment of what was. So no longer do I identify with that or um, that's not my main story anymore. Let's just go back to jobs because the, the relationship is, a, uh, you know, it's a bit of a different story. It's the same idea, but I think it's like detaching from what was and allowing a fresh new perspective to come in. And I think the weight of what was 
just is released. And it can go both ways. It can be like, well, I'm out then, or it's a um, period of transformation. And so I was sitting there on my computer and I just, honestly, I said to myself, I think maybe even out loud, I was like, oh God, no. And I, I knew that this was somewhat coming, but I was trying to hang on to it because I didn't have anything else to cling on to. It was like this, this, um, you know, when you're swinging from one vine, you have to let go of the one that you're hanging on to so you can reach the next one. That kind of a like, uh, cheesy quote that they, that, that is, you know, said. And I wanted so bad to see something else that I could hang on to because I think releasing everything in my whole identity completely was just scaring the bejesus out of me. Like, what would I say? What would be my purpose? Like, I'd have nothing, nothing. And it's more, yeah, as I said yesterday, I've had this like constant semi-sadness for the last year or so. And that has been partially because I've started to feel the detachment of what was, which was, I think, you know, the detachment from thinking I'm a photographer, detachment from thinking that I'm a traveler full-time forever, detachment from thinking I'm a minimalist forever, detachment from thinking that I have to be in Australia close to my family, Uh, (laughs) detachment from uh, not feeling like a photographer, detachment from do I already say not for, not loving my advanced selfies as much? I think so. I think I might have. Detachment from not loving to do the YouTube thing so much. There was so much that detachment that I was in the process of, but I was just trying to cling on so much that it wouldn't go away because I just had nothing else to, to, to hang on to. And sometimes these, these things are out of your control and you just realize either energetically, you get this feeling where you're like, it's done. And it can happen in so many different areas of life. And I wonder if you guys have actually experienced it. That would be really interesting to know. If you've experienced all of a sudden just being like, and it, there's a toilet right next to me and Leon's about to go shoot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably pee. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if you guys have experienced that kind of a feeling. I'm sure you have because I'm not unique. I mean, I experience the same feelings as everybody else and we all experience the same things. Um, and the older I get, the more I realize we are all the exact same thing. <laughs> we all experience these feelings. We're all the same with tiny variations. Oh my God. I just looked at the sky again and it's beautiful. It's pink now. Wow. So I had this energetic release and I was scared and you know, you got to trust the universe sometimes. Mama, mama universe has your back. And there was an idea already sort of brewing in my head out of nowhere with no, what's the word, with no logic, actually. This idea was just all of a sudden pulling me. And I'm not going to reveal the idea yet because it's, you know, it's fresh and I don't want to, it's just not the time. But there was something pulling me in this strange, unusual direction. And I was, you know, I drove past this thing randomly one time. And since then, it's been this constant pull there for so long. And I was like, what? Why do I keep going back? Why am I all of a sudden researching things about this thing? And what is happening? And yesterday, when this detachment thing happened, it just happened and I had to accept it. I knew there was no fighting it. I knew that that was it for it, for this. And... 
in the next few hours that preceded, these brand new fucking doors that I did not even expect, that I didn't did not even know were possible, that I didn't could not even visualize, comprehend, these doors just swung open. And this brand new reality that I had never considered with all of these possibilities just like brrr, overflowed. And I could, for the first time in such a long time, I could see a vision for my life moving forward, like the next 10 years, even potentially. And it's, I almost feel like that's a testament of the power of the universe, like how much she cares, how much she has your back. And she's, she's now presenting this opportunity to me and I'm not sure yet. I don't know because it is a bit overwhelming, but it also feels quite comforting, which is unusual because it's a really big shift in my life, like huge. And it's, it's really unexpected, but it's like, it's the universe is, is asking me to step up. And to take on something that is overwhelming and big and bigger than me, bigger than life, bigger than anything I've ever done. And I honestly thought I was fucking stretched already. I had made such huge decisions this year. Like, oh my God, overwhelmingly massive decisions. And I was like, I've, I've reached my limit. And the universe is like, nah, not even close. <laughs> and then she presents something so weird to you. But she is expecting you to bring your absolute best foot forward. And I applaud her for that because it's not letting you shy away and like hide too long. And that, I mean, there's always a choice. This is the beautiful thing about living. You're presented with these things and it's scary. <gasps> oh, like the unknown. It, it's for some reason, it's so scary for people to have this huge unknown. Like, we are just afraid as human beings, we're more likely uh, to do something that is more familiar to us than because it's safe, we call it safe, than take on something that could equal with more amazing results and have a better outcome for us. But because it's the unknown, lots of people actually shy away from that. So humans are wired to, to steer away from scary things. Um, and uncomfortable things more so not scary I would say I would call it the unknown I would honestly all of this I would call it the unknown because sure I can classify it scary sure I, I can classify it as something else but I think what it actually boils down to is that we don't know and I have always been I have said this you know on my videos and stuff the unknown is a beautiful adventure because you cannot plan for it <laughs> you can have some sort of a vision in your brain but you cannot plan for it you just have to trust. You have to surrender and be like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my Lord. Um, and I think this is what's happening now. <sighs> because I have a slither of, of a vision and I have the feeling of how it feels. And I think that's the most important thing. It's like, does it feel right? And that's as, as the most important thing that could happen. Does it feel right do you have the answers no but does it feel right like and I, I love my sister she's so clever I've spoken about her a lot she's Steph uh wild Steph is wild on Instagram Steph wild go to my Instagram stalk my followers or oh, stalk who I'm following and Steph is wild is on there so you can find her um 
she's so cool. She taught me this amazing exercise, which is really so damn straightforward. <laughs> it's, <coughs> I just swallowed my own spit. It's so straightforward, but so profound. And I can't believe that we're not taught something as simple as this. So in your body right now, have a little thinky about when you feel what it feels like when you say a solid, absolutely not. And you mean the no and feel that in your body. Like, you know what no feels like. And then sit in your body when you say yes. And you know it's an instant yes. Can you feel that very, 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 very different energetic feeling that you have with these two different words? And you're not doing anything else, else except for saying no and yes. And it feels so different. And again, I'm not sure, maybe you guys aren't feeling that, but maybe because I've been developing my intuition a little bit more over the years. And I can just feel that one is very heavy and there's like this pressure, this internal pressure being pulled down to the ground, like a grounding. And the other one is more of from the chest up, the yes. When I say yes, it's just like chest up feels so freeing and blissful in a way. So those are the different ways that yes and no feels in my body. And, And essentially that's what we have to come back to because even if a decision feels right or it sounds right or wrong logically um and your body your body will tell you what it is like what the actual truth is is like should you do this and then just say yes and then say no and really check in with yourself what is your body trying to tell you and I, and that's i think that's the biggest most important compass that we can have and go go forth of course i know a thousand percent that sometimes you, you just can't feel it very much because you might be numb to a lot of feelings like two days ago, I think I was signing a document and it was just so like, oh, I guess so. There was this opportunity and I was like, fine. And I just signed it. And it was, there was, there was no excitement, no real feeling. And I was delaying the signing as long as possible. But then in the end, because I didn't feel like I had a different opportunity or a different answer or anything, I was just like, I guess this is what I'm meant to do. And I signed this opportunity and I'm now <laughs> going to have to see if I can get out of it because... I can't have that opportunity if I choose to do this other thing that has now presented my to my to presented itself to my to me. But it's also, you know, the the heaviness of this this decision that I'm now being faced with is like this the previous the other version, the document that I signed was representing a childhood dream. Everything I had ever really wanted and dreamt of. And then on the other hand is this weird new thing that I hadn't really considered. I had spoken about it a little bit here and there, but I, I didn't actually think anything of it. And honestly, it, it almost popped up out of nowhere in a way. Like I had thought of some small details about what it was before, but it was like just small details, like tiny details. And now the details that are being presented are even smaller and seems insignificant, but the, but it, I don't know, it just like popped out of, again, nowhere. And over the last maybe couple of days, like it's actually quite recent and fast. And, but the, but the weird thing is, is that it feels somewhat right. Like there is no heaviness in my body. I'm sitting there and, you know, typing away on my computer, doing some work. And then I, I just, all of a sudden, without me thinking, there just a vision appears in my head about the potential things to be done with this new opportunity. And, it, and I'm just like, where did that come from? And I shake it off and then I continue writing. And the next minute, same thing. There's another vision and it's like, what the fuck? 
are you fucking why what is happening <laughs> and so it starts occupying my mind and um but it fucks with my plan my my pre-established plan of what i thought my life would be at this stage and i'm like i'm cursing <laughs> everything but there's also a lot of fear and responsibility that would come with this decision and and um but it, i don't know for some reason this decision just feels like no matter what would come my way, what kind of challenges and responsibilities and, and pressures, and I would find a way. And that almost feels like in itself worth it because it's not like I would ever be resentful if things went wrong. I would just be like, okay, it's another challenge. I will find a way. That's an amazing feeling to have because sometimes I think we say yes to certain things and then if something and we we think we have to and we say yes and then if it doesn't go our way or it causes extra problems we we become resentful but it's only because we said yes in the first place instead of saying nah it's not right for me cut that right off it's not in my realm and just being straight up if it's someone that's coming to you with an opportunity and excitement but you just know it's not doing the right things in your body and as my wise sister always says, it's either a fuck yes or it's a no. There is no in between. And it's nice to feel these feelings again. It's nice. And, and, and this would be such a fun project, like hands-on project. And you guys know I'm on the internet all the time. Like computers my life. If, if I could summarize my, my, my existence in the last maybe five-ish years, it is computer. <laughs> And I've spent a lot of time on the computer. And I love that my job is, has been, you know, traveling the world and seeing all these things and filming myself. And then, you know, but then there's editing and answering emails and yada, yada, yada. There's, there's, you know, there's a lot. There's a whole bunch. Um, But that has been like this online. It's more like the online world. It's not the computer. The online world has been my existence. And I've been craving to feel connected back to reality and this thing would bring me back to reality it would be little projects here and there maybe actually big projects really big projects (laughs) that I would have to tackle and I have no fucking idea how to do this thing I have no fucking skills in this opportunity that is presenting itself to me and yet the universe was like hi she is making it almost stupidly obvious that this is something that should be explored and there's just so many uh, clues and hints towards this and I'm trying to not get emotionally invested I'm trying to be logical about it but also the logic isn't I'm like it's hard to be logical when I there's nothing like I, I can't really base my brain off the logic anymore it's like it's overrid the logic and it's like just it's just feelings now I'm just feeling and that is a really weird space to be in. But I love it. And I've felt these feelings before when things just felt really right. And holy shit, am I just talking myself into the, this project and this idea. Ah! I'm still going to think about it a little bit more. But still, crazy. Anywho, what else? Just as a side note, just finished my final review of my manuscript for my book. It's so fun. That's so cool. Not only this amazing opportunity presented itself to me today, but also I was sitting there and in, you know, editing. This morning, our friends came over. We had the joyful time. It was so nice. And then I was, 
you know, went to see my other friend and also see this opportunity that presented itself. Um, you know, cuddles with my boyfriend, um, picked up amazing bunch of books that I'll be reading. I love these books that I've, I've, I'm just so excited to read again because I haven't read for so long and it updated my education. And then, and then, and then, and then, then, you know, I was sitting on the couch in the most beautiful house that I think I've ever seen. And it's my house and I'm editing the final manuscript of my book. Like, come on, how much nicer does this shit get than, you know, the perfect sunset. But everything is in balance because I think I'm going to vomit. I think I might have eaten something that's bad. (laughs) So I feel sick, really sick. So I think I might wrap this up. But I'm just saying that I'm very grateful and I'm so lucky. My life is amazing. I'm just, I'm I'm filled with gratitude that I get this opportunity. And, you know, I could close it off with a cheesy line of like, I followed my intuition and I did what was needed and I made the challenges and the sacrifices I needed in order to to make it here and and I weathered the storms and and I swerved and dodged the bullets and um and I copped it when I was out of line and I when I didn't listen to my intuition I got smacked across the face those could be all the possibilities or I'm just one lucky motherfucker (laughs) I don't know I I don't know I don't know if both go in hand Because I really, honestly, I say this to myself so often that I am the luckiest person in the world. And I repeat this and honestly take this from me. Take that statement from me. Repeat it if it feels right. Not feels right, but just force yourself to say it even. Like, I am the luckiest person in the world. And I have been repeating this. And honestly, I swear to God, I am. And I don't know if it's just because I am or because I've cultivated that in myself. I don't know which one it is. But I also don't want to break the system. (laughs) So I'm just going to continue on. Continue acknowledging that I'm fucking lucky as shit. And I'm also, I work and I try to stay aligned. And I don't know. There's, I mean, whatever. You get it. You get it. I just want everybody to have the opportunity to have an amazing existence filled with so much potential and joy. But at the same time... I cannot take away from the benefits that people receive through having hardships. And who am I to say that just because someone's having a tough time in their life, that it's not actually good for them. And that it's, I wish they had something that I had, like wishing that they had something like mine. How dare I? That means it's taking away from their their experience that they obviously need to have at that moment, the hardships they need to have in order to grow and prosper because I don't know what's going to happen on the other side of their of their pain like you can take away pain from people but is it necessary for people to go through that pain so that they can come out different on the other side you know like I don't know it's hard because we try to eradicate everybody's pain and you know be cushy and comfortable and cozy and take care of one another and I get that but there's also beauty in pain and taking that away from someone might be the worst thing that could happen to them because pain is such an important lesson and teacher. Ah, oh. so anyway, that is all for now. I am going to try to not make myself vomit and hold this uncomfortable potential food poisoning feeling in myself. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying these episodes, if you wouldn't mind just doing a little sneaky, sneaky five star review on wherever you're listening to this. Um, as well as writing an uh, a review that would be amazing 
Um, also, if you're enjoying it uh, that much, maybe take a screenshot of the podcast and chuck it up on your Insta stories to help spread the word. That would be really, 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 really awesome. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me across social media all as Sorella Moore, and I will see you in the next one. Okay, bye.